Welcome on into the Betcha Can't Win Just One League podcast. This is episode two, the week one recap. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. We are going to recap week one. We're going to go over studs and duds. We will go over bidding wars and who won on the waiver wire pickups. And then we've got week two matchups and predictions. So let's go ahead and get into it. Week one recap. All right. Let's start off with the first game of the week. Fantasy Strangler taking on Team Done. I want to go ahead and get this one out of the way because it's an emotional one for me. Fantasy Strangler, 98.6. Team Done, 100.5. Dunn had pulled it out in the end there. Michael Thomas was too much, but really the story was T.Y. Hilton's two touchdowns and Sony Michelle's dud game. We'll probably talk about him later on the pod. Yeah, and also poor de- coaching decision on my part, the fantasy strangler by leaving Sammy Watkins on my bench. We'll turn it around next week, though. Congratulations to Team Dunn, even though, man, Cam Newton, Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake all sucked. O.J. Howard, none of them had more than 5.5 points, and you still pulled this one out. Good job. Kudos to you. The next matchup, week one, MAGA taking on Team Sturts. This was not too close. MAGA, 138.6. Team Sturts, 101.4. Again, poor quarterback play. In the previous matchup, Fantasy Strangler and Dunn, Goff scored 11.4 poopy points. Cam Newton had 5.4. In this one, Baker was the leading scorer with 11.4, and Big Ben with 9.7. Man, that is some terrible quarterbacking. Largely on the back of Evan Ingram and Mark Ingram, the Ingram brothers. Maga pulled it out. Dalvin Cook, don't want to forget him. Also, Harrison Butker putting up 17 big points. Team Sturt's a bright spot is... This young guy here, Larry Fitzgerald, he's an up-and-comer. He got him 21.3 points on eight catches for 113 yards and a touchdown. Good job, MAGA. Team starts. Let's pull this, pull this around, and uh, we'll do better next week. Third matchup of the week was a shootout. Uh, as I was watching this one, I thought Chef Boy RB had it in the bag, and then I thought Dirty Your Dan had it in the bag, and then I thought Chef Boy RB was coming back. In the end, Chef Boy RB finished with 137.1 points, but Dirty Your Dan outlasted him on the back of Drew Brees and Jared Cook with 154.2 points. Hopkins did everything he could for Chef Boy RB. And even with Lamar Jackson's monster week against Miami, Chef Barbie couldn't get it done. Come on, man. Just kidding. If you had played literally not anyone else, but if you had played anyone other than Team Farmer, you'd have a W this week. Well, 
congrats. You are looking bright for the future, at least. Uh, Dirtier Dan, you as well. Don't continue this. We can't let you win two years in a row. Come on, guys. Next up is Team Farmer and Ned's best friend. Team Farmer, another shootout here. Farmer put up 158.3 points. Last year's worst team, last place team, goes off in week one for the highest point total of the week. Ned's best friend did well, even though his his wide receivers struggled a, little, a, a bit. Lockett saved him at the very end, catching a 44-yard down or 44-yard touchdown. That was his only catch of the day. But luckily, he's got Mahomes, Jacobs, Alvin Kamara. And uh, he put up 124.9. Still a solid score, but not enough for Team Farmer. The next matchup was Who Ate My Burrito? And Hide Your Kids. Hide Your Kids pulled this one out. 105 to Who Ate My Burrito's 92.1. Who ate my burrito struggled on the day. Matt Ryan put up 22.6, but outside of that, the next highest scorer was Kenny Galladay. And then after that was his kicker with 11 points. Hide Your Kids had a good performance from Deshaun Watson on Monday Night Football. That was an exciting game. Deshaun Watson throwing that touchdown pass to uh, tie the game up but uh, left a little too much time on the clock for Breeze. And that's a... Well, we've got one more matchup here. The last matchup of the week, Big Dick Nick and Dak to the Future. Big Dick Nick, or should I say Broken Collarbone Nick, put up 101.3 points. Dak to the Future, 90.8 Carson Wentz with 31 points, and Dak to the Future had some struggles. Cortland Sutton with 15.5 points, but outside of that, nobody else got to 15. Aaron Rodgers had a rough day on Thursday night, and well, that should do it for the Week 1 recap. Let's go ahead and get into studs and duds. Presented by Ned's best friend. Studs and duds. All right, let's get into it. Studs and duds this week. Let's go. You're going to hear your guy's name. Who went off for your team if you had someone go off? You you should hear their name here. Let's start with Big Dick Nick. His stud this week is Carson Wentz. Rough first half, but... They came out, the Eagles came out in the second, and Carson Wentz showed why he's going to be this year's MVP, right, Big Dick Nick? Right, Spencer? Ah, we'll see. Carson Wentz, 31 huge points. The next stud we've got here is from the Fantasy Stranglers team, Sammy Watkins, studding from the bench on this team. Next up, Chef Boy RB's. Lamar Jackson, I bet that was exciting to have him go off, throwing five touchdown passes, only had six yards rushing. He did this 43.6 point performance with only six rushing yards. That is amazing. Next up, Team Dunn's 
T.Y. Hilton. A lot of people had question marks around T.Y. Hilton, whether he would be able to perform or produce without Andrew Luck there. Well, I think he uh, answered that at least for this week. Two touchdowns? Man, that's... Mm. I watched him score one that was a little fluky, I thought, but the dude is good, and I was so sad when I saw him score that touchdown. Ugh, come on. All right, next up, Team Farmer, Dak Prescott. What a play. Solid play from Dak. Went into, uh, no, didn't go into New York. He stayed at home in Dallas. Showed Dallas, showed Derry, Jerry Jones why he deserves an extension and now he's going to get paid. And you know what, Team Farmer, you should probably be paying him too. Because he got you 41.4 fantasy points. Next up, Team MAGA. I told you this guy was going to have a big game. I was five points off from predicting him accurately. He only had 25 points. I had him for 30. Also had, I think I might have had him for more than 30. I had him for like 200 all-purpose yards. He had around 110. But he did get two touchdowns, I think. That is Dalvin Cook, Minnesota Vikings running back. Dalvin Cook, MAGA loves this guy, picks him every year whether he's injured or not. This is MAGA's guy. Next up, we got Team Sturts. Deshaun Jackson, this dude won't quit. He's going to be around for a long time as long as he can run fast. Even with a broken finger or whatever he had going on, he still put up 31.4 points. This dude is a burner. Next up, Dirtier Dan, you know who it is, Austin Eckler. Who needs Melvin Gordon? Melvin who? Austin Eckler, 36.4 points. All right, let's get into the duds now. First dud, we've got Team Sturts, Brandon Cooks, 4.9 points. What's going on there? Come on, Brandon Next up, Dak to the future, Joe Mixon, 2.7 points now. I know he did get injured, and I don't think he returned to the game at all, but still, that's not what you want from what was probably a second-round draft pick. And Big Dick Nick coming up next, David Montgomery only able to put up five points on Thursday night against the Green Bay Packers. That is rough, and it, well, it, Ended up not mattering because Big Dick, or Broken Collarbone Nick, still pulled out the W. But David Montgomery, we're, we're expecting more. Pull it together. Next up, Ned's best friend, Devonta Freeman. Only 2.6 points. Now, he was playing the Vikings, but Ito Smith was involved a little more than I think I expected him to be. This is disappointing for Devonta Freeman. A little worrisome, only 2.6 points. Next, we've got Who Ate My Burrito, Mike Evans, 3.8 points. You know, you might as well just trade him to me, Who Ate My Burrito. Hit me up with your best Mike Evans offer. I'll take him off your hands. 3.8 points. He's probably going to do that again. Man, come on, Mike. Hide your kids. Tyreek Hill, 3.1 points. Tyreek was last year's number one wide receiver, I think, at least in PPR. Dude can fly. Again, this was an injury, so it's, he 
probably would have went off had it not been for that. But this is disappointing. We don't need that in our lineups. Next we've got Chef Boy RB Stefan Diggs, 4.7 points. Stefan was questionable throughout the week. They said he would play a little bit banged up. And he played, well, kind of, but he was just a nuisance. Why don't you just stay off the field next time, Stefan? Next we've got the lowest scorer of the week. At least, as far as I know, Sony Michelle for the Fantasy Strangler. Man, oh man, that hurts. Now, I'm still going to stick with him because he's playing against Miami, but that is rough. I kind of want to punish him and bench him just to teach him a lesson. Next, we've got Team Dunn. Aaron Jones, another Thursday night running back. 4.4 points. That game was miserable. Aaron Jones, let's go. Come on. Next, we've got MAGA. James Conner, 8.5 points. Not what you expected, especially against New England. You thought maybe they'd take away Juju or probably not James Conner. You thought they'd really focus on Juju. Well, they just took away everyone. The Steelers suck. They need Antonio Brown, obviously. James Conner, only 8.5 points. All right. Well, that will do it for studs and duds. Now let's jump on into our waiver wire action from today. No, no, no. Yes, yes, from today. Let's let's get into bidding wars. Presented by Dirtier Dan. Bidding wars. Going once, going twice, sold. All right. The biggest deal of the day. Marquise Brown, purchased for $18 by Hide Your Kids. Congratulations, Congratulations! you've got maybe the wide receiver one for the Baltimore Ravens in Lamar Jackson. Dude went off this week, even though he played like, what, 12, 15, 18 snaps. Strange, strange game, strange I don't know, that was just weird, but this is a quality purchase here for Hide Your Kids. There are two other bids on this player. One from Ned for $10 and one from MAGA for $5. So, purchased him at 18 I think that was probably a good amount. I'm sure he went for a, around that in a lot of leagues. But if you would have done 11 you would have got him cheaper. Come on now. Just kidding, just kidding. All right, next we've got TJ Hawkinson. He went for $16 to Dirty Your Dan. And there were three unsuccessful bids on this. Chef Boyer B at $1. Uh, that was a pipe dream. MAGA at $3. I think that was dreamy as well. And then Ned at $15. $1 short for TJ Hawkinson. Man, I wanted to... Uh, take a shot at this guy but I just don't have anyone to drop all right let's get into uh, the next one LaShawn McCoy ten dollars to fantasy strangler like I said no one to drop even though I dropped someone for LaShawn McCoy there were also two unsuccessful bids on this one Ned at zero dollars and team starts at four dollars just trying to get a piece of that Chiefs offense it is so Juicy. 
congrats to those owners who made successful bids on those players. Marquise Brown, TJ Hawkinson, Sean McCoy. There are other pickups, uh, some other notable ads. Malcolm Brown for $7 to Team MAGA. Adrian Peterson went for $5 to Team Sturts. And then MAGA also added another wide receiver, Terry McLaurin of the Washington Redskins for $4. Congrats, everyone. That was a successful week one, day one, bidding war, whatever. Waivers will run again tomorrow at 11 a.m., every day at 11 a.m., through Monday. Tuesday, waivers won't run, and then they'll run again Wednesday through Sunday, or Wednesday through Monday. So uh, if there's anybody you missed, anybody that you see out there that got dropped that you want to take a shot on, keep on bidding. Get your guy. All right, let's jump into this week, this upcoming week's matchups and predictions. Time to go 2-0, or if you're 0-1, it's time to start getting things turned around, start winning some games so you can secure a playoff spot. Here we go. Week 2, matchups and predictions. Presented by Big Dick Nick. Okay, the first matchup we've got here is Fantasy Strangler taking on Make America Gronk again. The guys I like in these matchups for the Strangler, Sony Michelle, OBJ against the Jets secondary, uh, Darren Waller taking on the Chiefs, Sammy Watkins, of course, just because Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball and Sammy is supposed to be healthy. Those are really the guys, Michelle, OBJ, Watkins, and Wallers. Waller are all in good matchups. On the other side, MAGA, I really like Big Ben. I am scared to death of that. Same with um, James Conner. I think the Steelers are going to have bounce-back weeks. Both of those guys could put up big numbers. I'm afraid. Josh Gordon as well, taking, the, taking on Miami. Uh, Lamar carved that team up. Guys like Miles Boykin, Marquise Brown were breaking free deep. I think that team, that Miami team is trash. And Josh Gordon is in for a big day, in my opinion. I am scared to death of them. Also, the Patriots defense should do, as, do well as well, whether they're facing Ryan Fitzpatrick or Josh Rosen. I don't care. Um, Miami is in trouble. This week, I'm going to predict Sony Michelle scores three times. After his 1.6 or whatever, 1.4 fantasy points last week, he is going to multiply that by 30, 35. And Sony is going to put up touchdown after touchdown, and we will make America Gronk again cry again. And they will lose despite Josh Gordon also catching two touchdown passes. They're going to lose 127 to 115. Sorry, MAGA. You lost. All right, second matchup here. Team starts taking on Chef Boy RB. 
team starts. I like that Saints and Rams matchup. Brandon Cooks is in for a big day. Travis Kelsey in Oakland, likely to see um, a lot of production, especially with Tyreek Hill out. Maybe Mahomes just leans on Kelsey. Those are two solid plays there. He's also got Chicago against Joe Flacco. That's probably a smart choice. Edelman, again, with that Patriots-Dolphins matchup. Team Sturts is looking good. He's he's sticking with Baker at the moment, which I like. The Jets' uh, secondary is not solid, so I like uh, him relying on Baker still. We'll see if he sticks with that throughout the week. Chef Boyer B, he's sticking with Lamar Jackson. He's got some solid receivers, DeAndre Hopkins, Devon Diggs. Again, that Rams-Saints matchup, Cooper Cup. I can I see this one being a tight matchup, but between Saquon, Brandon Cooks, and Travis Kelsey, Team Sturts is going to edge out Chef Boy RB this week, 114 to 111. Our third matchup here, we've got Team Dunn taking on last year's champ, Dirtier Dan. Dirtier Dan's got. Some matchups I like this week. Keenan Allen, especially with Hunter Henry down. Less and less pass catchers. Also, Mike Williams could be out. I think Keenan Allen's probably the only wide receiver in this on this uh, Chargers team. And then also you've got Austin Eckler. More and more people going out. More and more targets for Eckler and Allen. They're taking on Detroit. In Detroit, not a tough matchup. Look for them to uh, go off. Team done, you better prepare accordingly. Aaron Jones, can he bounce back against Minnesota Vikings? That won't be an easy matchup. I do like Juju a lot. Like I said, I like the Steelers game. I like uh, Big Ben and Connor. I think Juju could have a monster game. T.Y. Hilton, I would not expect him to go off again like he did. Tennessee's got a solid defense. It's in Tennessee. Team Dunn also starting Tom Brady. I like that decision. Could be an easy one going against the Dolphins. In the end, this one's going to be tough to call. I'm going to go with Dirty or Dan. I'm going to say he puts up a solid amount again on the backs of Eckler and Zeke and Keenan Allen. Outside of those guys, I see him struggling. Breeze should do as well. I'm going to say Dirty or Dan's going to put up 108 points this week. Team done, 102. Next up, we've got Who Ate My Burrito taking on Team Farmer. The highest scoring total last week was by Team Farmer. He's got DJ Moore in this lineup. I really like Farmer's choice of going DJ Moore here on Thursday night. I think Cam is going to be hungry. Jameis. Is going to be wanting the W's as well. He's going to want to eat some W's. But I see Carolina taking this one. And I see Cam throwing the ball a little bit more to his wide receivers. DJ Moore, even with Cam having a down game, was still able to produce last week. I think he's just a stud receiver. He's also got McCaffrey against Tampa Bay. McCaffrey is a straight-up stud. Always plug and play. He's always going to have a huge game. He still does not have a K 
kicker. He won last week without a kicker, and I guess he doesn't need one. Maybe he's protesting, I, which I'm all on board for. Screw the kickers. Who ate my burrito? He's sticking with um, Carry On and James White. Devontae Adams needs to have a comeback game. He laid an egg last week. He was definitely a dud. Also, Mike Evans. Man, both of your wide receivers laid eggs last week. They combined for like seven or eight points. Both those guys, I expect to bounce back in big ways. Adams got a tough matchup, but I think he could still get 70, 80 yards and, and potentially a score with like six, five or six, maybe seven receptions there. It will be a tough one. In the end, I think that, man, I think Team Farmer, if he picks up a kicker, he's going to end up winning this one. 104.8 to 102.9. If he does not pick up a kicker, I think he loses by four points. All right, our next matchup here. Ned's best friend is taking on broken collarbone Nick. Ned's got Patrick Mahomes in Oakland. He's got Alvin Kamara taking on the Rams. He's got Josh Jacobs taking on the Chiefs. Tyler Lockett probably in a shootout in Pittsburgh. Tyler Boyd taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Freeman against the Eagles. He's got a lot of solid matchups here. No tight end. Well, he's going to probably slide Mark Andrews in there. And we just saw TJ Hawkinson light up the Cardinals for over 100 yards and I believe a score. That's not looking good for Big Dick Nick. Uh, he's got Gurley taking on the Saints. I didn't like the Saints' run defense from what I saw. Carlos Hyde being able to run all over them was worrisome for uh, the Saints' defense, rush defense. Maybe I'm completely wrong on that. I know they've got Cam Jordan, who's a great pass rusher, just a solid player. But as far as their run defense, I would be concerned. I could see Todd Gurley really going off this week. Um Malcolm Brown was vulturing him at the goal line over and over again. But Gurley did end up with more carries. He was in on more snaps. I'm hoping he has a bounce back week. I would love to see Gurley produce. And then he's got he's also got Wentz in Arizona. And maybe the stack of Wentz and Ertz. I don't see this looking good for Big Dick Nick. I think... Ned's best friend is in for about 135 points here on the backs of Kamara, Jacobs, Lockett, Boyd, Mahomes. Oh, and Baltimore's defense as well against a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I'm going to say 133 to 105. Ned's best friend pulls this off. But I'm rooting for Big Dick Nick. Let's be clear. All right. Last matchup of the week, we've got Hide Your Kids taking on Dak to the future. Deshaun Watson, can he do what Mahomes did to the Jaguars in Houston? He's got Amari Cooper taking on the Redskins. I like that matchup. He's sticking with Lev Bell, of course. Damian Williams, he was a big question mark for me coming into week one, and I'm not sure... If too much was answered, I think it just confirmed that he's going to be an annoying player to own. But 
he still produced. He had a solid game, a really good game. And with Hill out, maybe they use him in the pass game more. I think he had six receptions. If he's going to get that kind of passing work, then he's going to be fine. In Oakland, I could see him having a, a big game. Uh, Vance McDonald, for the last time, I love that Steelers game. I want all the Steelers. He could have a bounce-back game. Tyrell Williams is one of the only pass catchers for the Raiders, and they're going up against a not-so-great pass defense. And the Chiefs, he's got some guys who could really boom and go off and make our stud column this upcoming week. Back to the future, Aaron Rodgers again. I like him to bounce back even in a tough matchup against the Vikings. Robert Woods could have a really nice game against the Saints secondary. Kittle could always have a nice game. I really like Woods here in this lineup. He's got Mixon in at the moment. Peyton Barber I hate. That's going to be a rough, rough time if he's leaning on Peyton Barber. A.B. may be playing if Antonio Brown is playing. Do you play him? <laughs> That's a tough question there. Well, with Mixon out and Peyton Barber being Peyton Barber, that's going to be really rough. He needs to hit the waiver wire Dak to the future. I'm going to give this one to Hide Your Kids. 106, Dak to the future, based off of this lineup, I'm giving you about 78 points this week. But barring some changes, I could see this game being a little bit closer. 106-85, Hide Your Kids takes the victory. All right, that will do it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Come back next week for week two. We will get back into it. Let's go win your matchup this week. You got to make the playoffs. Hit the waiver wire if you're missing a kicker or if you've got an injured guy in your running back slot. Make some moves. Get some W's. Let's go.